Today is September 14th. The Yankees won their one game against the Twins. We're going to recap that a little bit, give out some awards. Then we're going to have a sharp stats, and then we're going to predict the lineup going forward for the game today. It's going to be fun. We're all going to have fun. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talkin' Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy, his name is Jake, and we have producer BBD in the corner. And this episode is also brought to you by Preston Thomason and Billy Philhauer. Phil Howard Pool with gold. Jake, how you doing? James, big baby, David, everyone live in the chat. Yankee fans, how we doing? The old baseball roller coaster. We were on it again yesterday. Shout out to Ryan Rucco for willing the Yankees to win with his deal with the devil he made accidentally as a child many years ago when he said he wanted to get into broadcasting. And he said, I always want to broadcast great games, Lucifer. And he said, well, you can have the great games if you shake this hand. He did. And we get another wild Ryan Rucco game. Yankees come back. Um, And, yeah, I guess there was that weird feeling of, like, dude, if they won the Sunday night Mets game, like, we were pretty down the past 48 hours. If they had won the Sunday night Mets game, we'd be like, wow, does this team have some fight? Now they've won a couple in a row, and it's just baseball, baseball, baseball. The schedule eases up, but the Yankees haven't been good against the bad teams. We'll talk about a lot of their close games, a little bit in sharp stats coming up. I'm doing better mostly because I got a night's sleep and like didn't drink and eat like dog shit for the first time in 10 days. <laughs> nice. I'm what good. time did you go to sleep? Uh, let's see, was in bed, was in bed for like 9.15. That's early, good job. And then watched a couple episodes of Scrubs. Nice. Uh, Carla finds out she's pregnant, spoilers. Um, but whose is it? Actually, Turk and JD find out before her, and they think it's a good idea to tell everyone in the hospital. But then Carla wants to be the one that tells everyone, so they try to set up a whole scheme that she did. Uh, so, yeah, got a good night's rest. Probably 12 hours. I could check my app in a minute. Badass. Uh, needed that. So I'm ready to go. I'm ready to start winning some baseball series. How are you guys doing? I'm happy for you. I was in bed at... 11.30, which is great for me, but I don't think I went to sleep till 1 because I watched Weekly Dumb like three times because Zach had like... Th- Zach. Zach made me wheeze. Katie told me to shut up. <laughs> wow. Katie said, shut up. It's not that funny. And then I showed it to her, and then she laughed a lot too, so I won. So I won the war. Zach won the war. I slept well. I slept well. I like having my mornings back. That's nice. I went mm-hmm. for a walk with the dogs today and Katie. Katie's got to walk 20 minutes every day. Yeah. And then eventually an hour every day. I'm out on that. Walk yeah. alone, Pragers. I'll bring you the first third of the way. Math. Pretty quick. Yeah. 
Uh, so this is another weird episode where we are going to do a little one game whatever. Mm. So you have a burn prepared, correct? I got burn prepared, bro. Some awards. Tom Ace asks, how's it back in whistle retirement? It's great. Yeah. It's great. 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 It's great. Um, I'm serious. I will never listen for whistles again. And I hope someone holds me to it and I don't forget. When I saw that, I was I was a little disappointed for you. That I retired in 2019. That you came back in the game. Yeah. I was too, but I was getting lit up like every which way. I know. But uh, stop whistling, everyone that whistles all the time. Well, let's burn this one game versus the Twins. They won it, so I think we're going to burn it. If they didn't win it, I think we'd probably skip this. But they won, and it was fun. Be emotional about it. And Jake's a bum. And autumn is in the air, and the pumpkins are in the patch. And our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants. Hold on. Are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. Carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like Like you're nuts. If you know what I'm saying. Next line. Ah. <laughs> Damn. Make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Get ready for a cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the two million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for twenty percent off plus free shipping with the code Yanks. You excited for pumpkin season? You usually shave yours. Pumpkin spice latte. Oh, huge. That's wrong. Pumpkin cold, bro. Let's okay. Stop. I'm pumpkin. You're a pumpkin. It's going to be warm for another week. I was looking at the weather. Yeah. So shave around your biscuits. Yeah, it's still going to be warm, but it's getting better. We're doing um, apple picking soon because apple picking Huge. September. That'll be an hour of walking. Yeah, that'll be good. I love apple picking. I love trying all the apples, getting them, making a bunch of apple recipes. It's a good time. It's a great time. It's the best time. You can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code yanks at manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping with the code yanks at manscaped.com. Make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Let's get into the burn. Burn, Jakey. Burn. It's a one-game makeup set in the boogie down. Luis takes the hill for the Bombers as the Twins throw out John, but unfortunately he can't get through the first due to an injury, so they throw Luke Farrell Cat, who clawed his way to a nice little outing for him. But on the other side, Jorge Polanc, oh, and Miguel Sano, no. A twin killing of two-run shots. It's 4 nothing Twinkies. Make it five after Byron Buxton alliterates his way to a home run. In the sixth, DJ26 looked like a faulty shaker lid with how much he was peppering the right field wall. This time it results in a sack fly. Joey Callow's dead, but not Joey Gallo as he goes big fly. It's 5-2 Yankees. And like trying to hide your marijuana charges from your parents, Uncle Brett brings you to the judge, and the judge sends it out. Three-run home run by the big fella to tie it up. Budos, Cantos, we're going to extras. And Clay Holmes, mm mm-hmm, that dress. He does the job. And Gary Sanchez, get that sidearm shit out of here. Double down the line. 
Yankees win 6-5. They finally get the down four run comeback as they go heel to Heaney, to Habreu, to Chapman, to Holmes. The H's all combined to do it. Yankees win 6-5 final. Beautiful. Beautiful. I was trying to find my applause soundboard for you. All I have is crowd ambiance. So, like, they're not, works. not applauding, works. but, like, they're there for you. How come I don't have, like, a big, like, a whole clap on here? Pissing me off. It's a great yeah, burn. The clap. It's a great burn. You had some. Clap. You had a lot of good stuff in there. It's crazy what a rested bullpen can do. Luke Farrell cat claws his way. Yeah. It's a cat joke. It's a cat joke. Holmes, can we can we request uh, to get mm-hmm, that dress on the soundboard? Because yeah. it's maybe formal it's, request. It's one of the more obscure things that we that Jake drops a, reference a lot. That no one should know. Yeah, um, but it's Robin Williams accepting a made up aw- award. It's his award. <laughs> he gets a made up award for his job in Aladdin because it was so good. People didn't give like awards for. What do you call that? Cartoon movies? Yeah, it was... Um, Animation. That's a good word, BBD. No, but they just literally... The award was called the Special Achievement Award. Yeah. Like, they just made it up. They're just like, you did so good in that flick, we gotta give you something. Yeah. And it was right. So, good job by Robin Williams. Good job. We'll get it on the board. I think I have it here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> First, he opens up in a different language. He opens up in a made-up language, giving his award speech. It's not an actual award, but thank you anyway. Thank you. It's um, uh, accepting, since it was only a voice, accepting for Mr. Williams will be Mother Teresa. It is very wonderful for him. Mother Teresa, is there anything you want? I want to direct. Okay. <laughs> Did he drop it already? Did I miss it? <laughs> Baby, please, that dress. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so we kind of botch yeah. it. <laughs> that dress. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, great, great burn. Yankees win. The, uh, the Judge Homer is awesome. There continues to be people that say he's not clutch on Instagram, on like Talking Yanks Instagram comments and Twitter comments. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, maybe one of the more, he's the only reason the Yankees win games. Mm. Does Judge have a clutch hit in the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning? The Yankees win. Right. It's Stan not, deserves a little bit. <clears throat> the rare time it isn't Judge, it has been Stanton. Yeah. But Judge has been involved in a lot. And, yeah. and they are the two guys everyone says never come up in a big moment yeah. ever. Both, yeah. both of them, you would you would think they've never yeah. made contact. It's crazy. Um, I don't know. Pitching decisions, uh, management decisions, anything there? Is it all just award-based? I mean, the Heen dog came out, and he, some, he did a job, which kudos to that, but it still doesn't get away from the fact that he shouldn't be involved in a game of that magnitude. I think you're burp through BBD for a loop there. Um, it's part of my game. <laughs> um, yeah. It's really stop. impressive. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. Um, man, I went to this game. You went? Yeah, I got a cheap. I got like a three dollar ticket on a shady app, and ticket worked. Really? Yeah, 
Cool. So, so the second half, because we were working up until the first half. But it was like, am I going to go on the train, miss 30 minutes of this game, and then set up, and then it's going to be like the seventh inning, or I can just go to the game. So I went. Moved around seats. Didn't have good juju in my first seats. Where were your first seats? There was a yeller, and I was like, oh, oh Dad's not doing this in an afternoon. People are so One-game series. Um, and shout out to my guy, Alberto. Checked my ticket. Uh, and it was a ticket for the wrong section as I was sitting in a nice section. And he said, love what you guys do. I just got to pretend like I'm looking at your ticket. Don't give his name out. There's plenty of Albertos at the stadium. Um, nice guy. Um, so, yeah. It was uh, that judge home run. That's I, I tweeted out and people were giving me Nostradamus love. I didn't deserve that. But I was like, Guardy, just get it to judge. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you have to do. Lean in, whatever. He does. Um, Chappie. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to do some awards. Yeah, we'll do awards. Because uh, I think a lot of the decisions are there. They bring Heaney in, and it's like, okay, like it's the twins. Heaney has a good outing. You're at grips with our season ending, because if they lost that game, the season was over. Yeah. yeah. They will, they'll need to sweep Baltimore for me to be come back up from the place I'm at. Gotcha. The Yankees beat the Twins. Right. Twins have the worst bullpen in MLB. Yeah. I don't know if it's officially that, but it was for a long a time. Um, so, but it, that's that's my thing. Like, I was like, the Yankees, you know, bringing Heaney in, and I know second-guessing he did the job, but first-guessing he's been as bad as bad gets. Pitching on back-to-back days. Pitching on back-to-back days out of the pen. It's just not who Heaney is. Right. And it was 4 nothing at that point, but it's a winnable game because you're up against the worst bullpen in baseball. And at this point, you have to try to win. Right. So when they went Heaney again, I didn't even, you know, there's videos from Beach Week of me going crazy and talking like a madman, but I wasn't even there. I just shrugged, and I was like, yeah, I mean, they don't care. Right. Heaney gets the job done, credit to him, but... They still I, – I, I got to the point where I was like, if they lose this game 4 nothing and it's Heel for 6 and Heaney for 3, they'll consider it a win still. Right. Still, while they're not yes. in the wild card race, they're out of the playoffs, they would still consider it a win even though they lost the game because they saved big bullpen pieces. And I, I'm just kind of over-rooting for that. Right. I was well, just, we've never rooted for I was, that. But I'm, I'm over-getting upset by it. Right. Uh, I was That's just good. I was talking to my friend, our friend R- Ruben on the street, and uh, he was like, "What do they do?" And I was I said they like playing the GM game. They like winning the GM game more than they like winning the game. They like winning the roster moves. They're playing out of the park baseball. They don't care about the results. Which that's the weird part, because normally you'd play a video game and you still care about the results. Um, they simulate the game and they say, oh, well, that should have worked. I guess human error. Yeah. Human randomness lost us out. <laughs> it's like they don't look into why. Yeah. They don't look for the why. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, hey, I know it's something that kind of doesn't matter, but Wade steals a base and they end up scoring on a sack, fly, sack fly later. And that was the first run that got it started and the offense was dead up into that point. I think they had one hit and it's like, you know, if if that doesn't happen – 
did the Yankees lose this game? And it kind of goes back to speed and defense. And this was the Glaber at second game. We'll see if we remember that going on. But, yeah, you're right. And, uh, you know, we have to be in the 20-game stretch. We've got to be, what, midway through? Something like that. Close to Ish. midway through. Where the next off day is the 23rd. The, the off day is the 23rd. So it's the 14th. So, yeah, we got to be right around. We got it. nine games left. So yeah, it was a twenty game stretch. So. That was the eleventh game, yes. So yeah, man, and dude, I'm I'm kind of the one thing that I'm the sickest of because it happened two games into the stretch was the bullpen being completely worn out and not like worn out from the season, like pitching path to victory on a daily basis. The bullpen was worn out. You have the Orioles for three. Look what the Blue Jays just did to them. Like, blow them out. Refresh your bullpen. Give yourself a chance the rest of the way. They they can, but... And hey, hopefully they're going on this heater and they'll have another graphic to add to the Yankees' inconsistency, but it's hard. You can't, you can't buy in. But Dad's ready to be bought. Yeah? Yeah. Wearing yeah. jerseys back-to-back days. Not related to me not having my laundry done yet. <laughs> it's not. It's that. It's 100%. It's 100% that. Yeah. that? Nice. And I keep, I think you fall blinded me a little bit. I keep, I keep waiting to wear a long sleeve shirt. Like I was like, you know what? I'll probably wear my yellow banana shirt today or no, like not a yet. hoodie. You can't yet. No, not a, it's going to be 80 today. Not a cotton long sleeve. No. It'll be 80. Yeah. I keep trying. I keep staring at them in my closet. You're willing it. Today I opened my pants drawer for the first time and I just wow. looked at them. I was like, just thought about that. Coming up, you know? Coming up. Get loose. Get, yeah, yeah. Get loose. Yeah. Today, so was, today was the first time. You guys still in there? Bottom drawer. Yeah. Today was the first time I like, looked at my weather app after getting out of the shower, picking an outfit, and mm. I was like hoping for it to be long sleeveable. Yeah. It wasn't. Dude, it's, it's, uh, it's a weird psyche I have with being hot, but open, waking up and checking the weather app before I get changed is my, my biggest roulette spin gambling feeling I get. Mm. Like I open it and I, as I owe, I it's the same feeling as when you bet on roulette and the ball's spinning, yeah. and you're just like stomach's ready to go. And I look, I look, and if I see in the middle that it's gonna get to 80s, I go oh. green. Yeah, lose your money. Did you see K was doing turkey math on his Twitter before? I think he'd he, like it. What was he doing? He's trying to figure out the Yankees number to get to the first wild card spot, and he's just. He's basically doing what we do on here, just in tweet form. Yeah, I was going to do that on the show yesterday, but I don't think I did. I think you're going to love it. Okay. Should we have him call in? We could. He'd love to. Fangraphs, well, We'd Fangraphs projected the first wild card to have 92 wins and the second one 91. So to get to 92, they have to go 12 and 6. But these numbers seem to change daily. So 13 and 5 seems like it would get, the, get it done with a bit of breathing room. The damage has to be done in the next nine games. It's Baltimore, Cleveland, Texas before the off day. <clears throat> yeah, I mean we'll see. We'll yeah. see the three games against Baltimore because if they don't sweep and right. sweep, right? There's nothing. There's right. nothing. Yeah, you can't because everyone comes up with the bad teams argument. Like, and we are a schedule pod. We do it on talking baseball. We'd love to do it on here. The Yankees haven't allowed us to, so. What you're saying is if they sweep the Orioles, then we can, you can start to dream of licking your chops against Cleveland and Texas, but 
Cleveland is a much more talented team than Baltimore. So if you don't sweep that, like then you're just hoping for a series win over Cleveland, which we'll get there when we get there. Do they know? Do we know who's starting the next, the second and third game? Fangraphs has it as Cole Nestor Monty. Um, I don't. Looks know like if they the haven't officially announced. Have announced. That, okay. Congrats to Higgy. You won the Roberto Clemente Award. Look at that. Doing good stuff in the community. That's awesome. Higgy's the man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awards. 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 They are brought to you by baseball today. You know what I did when I drove into work today? I listened to yesterday's episode of Baseball Today, Chris Rose and Trevor Plouffe talking about uh, the happenings going around in MLB. And then it was over, and I looked at the time, and I was like, oh, I think they're live on Instagram right now. So then I caught today's episode live on Instagram as I drove in, and it was just nice to hear the chatter uh, about what's going on around the league. They had some thoughts on the Yankees-Mets stuff. Mm. They talk, talk about everything going on. It's hosted by Chris Rose and Trevor Plouffe Monday through Friday, 11.30 Eastern time, live mm. on Instagram. Then it does get posted to YouTube with all like you know footage and clips of what they're talking about and the podcast app as well. It's 20 minutes. I actually listened to it 1.25 speed. So for me, it's probably mm. like 17 minutes. If that math adds up. Uh, so go check them out. You'll become knowledgeable. You'll know what's going on. BBD, you're doing the math for me? Uh, 1.25 speeds what you do? Yes. So it'd be like 15 minutes? Hell yeah. Look at that. I thought you said 2.5 speed, and I was like, there's no, no way that's right. That's what I used to edit the podcast on. Right. Sound that's like why a, I was... Sound like chipmunks. I was like, <laughs> the math is very wrong there. No, no, no. 1.25 speed. There we go. They, Trev's a slow talker. I can get him wow. to 1.5. Well, he's got that California slowness to him. Wow. He's methodical. Yeah. That's what sure he's saying what he means. Yes. Uh, so go check it out. Baseball Today. It is a really good show, especially coming up um, down this stretch with so much happening these next two weeks. Uh, and, you know, if you're scoreboard watching, you just want to know the vibe of every other team and the big storylines going into the playoffs, you, check it out. Uh, it's a very good show. Baseball Today, YouTube, app, podcast apps, live on Instagram. Let's get into awards here. And if I remember the last time we did a one-game set, we're just doing pride and mf Right? I think so. I believe that's, what, that's how we handled it last time. <laughs> or did we do, did we do pride, pride and one regular? BBD would, would have it up. I don't know. I will find The last one was Angels, right? Yeah, it was a one game against the Angels. I think that's the real Angels series. Um, bu- 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 yep. Yep. Pride MFR won, a, won other award. All right, cool. You happened to uh, also at the end say, and shout out Joelle. Wow. But, uh, we don't shout have out. a spot, a spot shout for out. the award. Shout out. He got a shout out. So, Jake, you're up first, right? Am I up, BBD? Uh, you would be first up. Wow. What an honor. Congrats. I think I think this is going to be a back-to-back pride for me. I'm going to take Aaron Judge. Are you serious? Yes. Are you yes. serious? Because he came up. He came up with the season on the line. Mm-hmm. And he hit a Judgian home run. Up and in pitch, drives it Apo Taco. Um, awesome man. Uh, 
I don't think this podcast would have had almost any or all good vibes that it currently has this morning without that. So good job, Aaron. Good job, Aaron Judge. I'm saying. I'm going to give mine Andrew Heaney. Pride of the Yankees, Andrew Heaney. Andrew Heaney is your pride of the Yankees. I mean, if you want to be objective about it, right? he's been awful. Yeah. First time he's pitching back-to-back outings probably ever as a big leaguer? Yes. Has to be probably ever as a big leaguer. Maybe ever. The whole entire world. As a professional, probably ever. As a professional, probably ever. Back-to-back days. Um, 1.2 innings. Zero earned runs. Kept it. Giving it to Andrew Heaney. Yeah. I had no faith. Mm. I have no faith moving forward. Mm. But I'm happy for him that he got it done. Because I don't fully blame him. I blame them for what they're doing to him. Right. But no, he could have very easily just blown that game. Right. And no if, one would have minded. Like I'm saying, no. the Yankees wouldn't even have minded. No. The brass. The players obviously would have. The brass. The plan makers would have been like, yeah, well, okay, Heaney gave up three, but let's just keep him in there and save the rest of the pen for the next nine games. Yeah. But Heaney instead... Shuts them down, and then the Yankees hitters are like, fuck, the Heen dog kept us in the game. Hmm. I've been calling him the clean dog with how he's been pitching lately. <sighs> Have you? Yeah. I thought about tweeting it, and then I was just like, I don't want to do any of that. So good job, Tahini. Um, I would guess um, it looked like at Oklahoma State his freshman year, 2011, um, he had 11 bullpen appearances, so I'd assume. As a freshman? As a freshman. Do you even, they, do you even how many times do they play back-to-back games? I mean, they do weekend, weekend sets, sets in college, right? Yeah. So there's a chance, and he's, you know, he's probably 18, so. 18, 19. That's fall. That was like my, my Oklahoma State guy's freshman year, so I, senior year. I'll check, I'll check with them. Check them out. I'll check with them. So, yeah, good job by Andrew What's that, Heaney? Heaney's, like, fourth pride? Um, No. But Aaron Judge does take the season lead. Huge. If our, if our auto sorter thing's right. I always believe in your auto sorter. Which I, I think is, I think it is, but because I've had to, like, add columns and stuff, that could have thrown it off, but just the quick... Scan. Just the he is the number one now. Mm. Moved out of a three-way tie with Colin Gary. Nice. Gary, wow. Next up. You Yankee motherfucker. God. My God. That's tough, man. It's so tough. <sighs> Let's see. My Yankee MF for yesterday's game. This is brutal, dude. Do something about it. <laughs> Brutal, bro. Um, um I'm gonna go with um Voight. Go Voight. Went all for three. Wow, going Voight. If he had a big game, like they've got excuses to bench him again. Yeah, like just what we talked about the front office. If Haney gave up runs, they wouldn't have cared. 
That one reliever. Yeah. Was it Bearclaw? It was the guy who came out after Bearclaw, I think. Yankees great. Yeah, Bearclaw. Um, who was it? Maybe it was Bearclaw. Struck out Void on a tight curveball. Mm. And I think he got someone else swinging as well on it. Um, maybe it was Bearclaw. I don't know. Bear Forget. Um, okay, Void, like a Band-Aid, you're done? Been done. All right, my motherfucker is Andrew Heaney. Averex, mm-hmm. he set himself up for future failures. It's not nice. That's just balancing out the scale. It's fine. Baseball's all about balance. Can't get too high, can't my get too low. Stands. Okay. Do you, want, do you have a regular old award? Oh, my God. You have some? Oh, I've got... I've got one for every player lined up just in case you took just in case I had the order wrong. Okay. It's just which one do I give it to? Potential spam call? I don't have time for this. Dude, the spams, I've been talking to a lot of people. Yeah. You have been. I like, have. I've been like This has been like your I'm having a conversation with a person. It's been my house the weather. Yeah. I've been crowdsourcing this a lot and yeah. a lot of people are with me. In the last three weeks, spam calls and texts have gone through the roof. Yeah, it's up. Someone, some big company sold a bunch of phone numbers or is there some, you know, like end of the month you get more speeding tickets. In the last three weeks, spam calls and spam texts have gone through the roof. Mm. And I've been talking to everyone I know. It's true. And everyone's like, yeah, I've been getting a lot. Yeah, I've been getting a ton. And I don't know what's happening. Like across the, across the nation, we're just getting more spam calls. Someone let us know, or someone at least DM Jimmy with a theory you have that can help quench his thirst for this right now. Um, Jimmy, I'm gonna give out the hit a base hit award. Hit a base hit. Gary Sanchez, my famous call. It is not. Oh, it is not. It is a great. It is a really good call by you. It's one of the best calls. Thank you. A hit. A hit. A base hit. Um, I don't know. Um, it goes to Joey Gallo. Um, he had a bunt single. It was the Yankees' first hit of the game. Um, a, you need one hit before you can get two. I say that to every team I've coached. Um, and there was a um, there's an older gentleman. I don't know if he knows. He came up and he sat right behind me and he just started yelling like Yankees tidbits in my ear that he might have been a talking Yanks guy or he could just be a pretty stereotypical old man Yankees fan. People at stadiums are so odd. He left his kids with me for a while. It's so... It's like... Society at stadiums is weird. Uh, so he started spitting a lot of the a lot of the hits. Okay, like Gary came up and he's like, "Well, fifty fifty shot, he strikes out." You know, didn't have the numbers in front of him, but was spitting his analytics. Just said that into the ether. Yeah. Well, he was with two like little kids, and he was teaching them the game. <laughs> it was a tight spot for me. Um, but get, is that why you left? Gallo came up. No, that guy was my win. Oh, man. Um, he gave me a high five after the game. It was nice. Nice moment. Um, 
good complexion, similar to mine. What was your shrug there? You just, I mean, only like people with similar complexion to you? That's I, awful. I think it was me from the future. Okay. No, I was complimenting his complexion. It was one of the few things I have. Um, but uh, he gave he gave Gallo a little like, yeah, we needed that and he needed that before. And then he hits the home run later. Um, which, by the way, let's let's not overlook that. That was pretty big. Yeah. It's important. Every run in this game was important, yeah. arguably. Wait, so you were, were you at the game for the Gallo home run? Yes. So on the call, they were talking about the bunt and how Gallo's been good at it. And I think Coney said, well, you know, down four runs, seventh inning, one out. I don't think it's the right time to lay down a bunt. I think it's time to hit one to the moon. Next pitch comes, or two pitches later, and Ruth goes, and he does just that, hits one to the moon mm-hmm. before the ball even landed. Ruka's quick. Tee it up. It was uh you know, I was shocked to see that it said, I think it's listed at 397. It was, in person, it was it was a mammo job. Like yeah. one of those, you see a guy hit a baseball like that, and you're like, oh, that's different. That's different. Okay, good yeah. job. Who are you giving your award to? Uh, it's the How Does It Feel Award. How does it feel? Yeah. Going Gary? Who are you going with? No, not Gary. Tough app for Gary. Yeah. It, it, Gary is uh is a pro, is a victim of the Manfred rules where it's just like, well, nice single. Right. God put that guy there. Um no, let's go to Clay Holmes. Mm-hmm. How does it feel, dude? Mm. People are writing articles. Yeah. About how better he's been since coming to the Yankees. He's been in big spots. That heater. That fastball looks great. Um, So how does it feel Mm. to make me fall apart? Could this be love or just a broken heart? 0792 whip with the Yankees. Whip. Whip. Whip it. Andrew Heaney's baseball savant. Mm Mm-hmm. Pitch mix by game Mm -hmm. is really fun to look at because since he came to the Yankees, ah, click on more wrong links, Jimmy. It's the worst. Since he came to the Yankees, he's just been sinker, sinker, sinker slider. He threw his throwing curveballs and other pitches with uh, the Pirates. And it makes you think like, Pirates, what up? Do you not look at Holmes? You you said Heaney once before. Oh, Heaney. Holmes. I searched Heaney, too. Holmes. But it's like, Pirates, what up? What are you guys doing? Do you not look at, like, the tools that are even public? Right. Like, it's really weird that when Holmes got traded to the Yankees, the entire public and baseball writers were like, they'll probably just have him throw the sinker only. It's really talented. And then he does. And it's like, well, I mean, the Yankees aren't smart for that. The Pirates are dumb is how that works. Big time. Yeah. Big time. I mean, yesterday he threw only sinkers. It feels like the The day before that he threw 90% singles. Outing before that, 93% sinkers. I I mean. The Pirates are like three years behind. Because the sinker three years ago had a moment where it wasn't cool. Yeah. And they had Cole throwing sinkers. Yeah. And then it was all about the. High fastball. High fastball. Yeah. So I think they just caught up to the high fastball times. And they're like, well, 
relief pitcher with a sinker. We can't use that. Pretty wild. Gross pitch. When did he get traded? Um, August. No. Yeah. Do you know BBD? It was while Jake was away. When did you go away? Was it August? It was the, the the last day. Was it August sixth? July. So trade deadlines on the thirty first. Somewhere so. between July twenty fourth and July 29th. The twenty ninth was his first game as a Yankee. Okay, so he did throw the curveball a couple times in his first two outings, but since August 9th, he has not thrown a third pitch at all, and the sinker is just whoosh, up to ninety percent. Matt Blake. Matt Blake. Matt Blake. Throw that one good pitch. Joe Asano. Analytics. Yeah. Okay, good job. Let's go to Sharp Stats. It's the next segment of the show. Let's go, Katie Sharp. Katie Sharp. Do we, um, no. is it Brock? Hey, guys, no? it's the queen of stats calling in after, on Monday night, after yet another tense, close win by the Yankees. Yes, it's the first time that they did come back from a deficit of more than three runs. Uh, so it was a milestone win, but again, a very, very close win for the Yankees. And that's kind of what I want to uh, describe today and to put into perspective just how stressful the Yankees uh, season has been for both us fans and for the people playing in the games. Um, so the first thing that I looked at was the number of pitches thrown by our pitcher, by pitchers in the seventh inning or later with either the go-ahead or the tying run at the plate or on base. Um, so very high-pressure situations again. The Yankees, not surprisingly, lead the major leagues in that category. Number of pitches thrown in the seventh inning or later with the go-ahead or the tying run on base or at the plate. The next thing I looked at, and it's based on a concept called the leverage index. And what it does is it basically tries to quantify this pressure. And it's based on the score of the game, um, the number of outs in the inning, the inning, how far you are from the end of the game, uh, and those types of situations. So it's basically trying to quantify that. It's called leverage index. So what I did is I looked at the number of high leverage plate appearances or batters faced by our pitchers in the seventh inning or later. So high leverage, number of high leverage batters faced in the seventh inning or later. The Yankees, unsurprisingly, lead the major leagues in that court category as well. And the final thing I looked at was the average leverage index for relievers entering the game. Um, so this can be at, actually at any point in the game, but just the highest average, le- the average leverage index for relievers entering a game. And no surprise there, the Yankees lead the major leagues in that category, and they lead it by a lot. In fact, the difference between the Yankees' average leverage index for relievers entering a game and the second-place team is the same as the difference between the second-place team and the 15th place. What? So what all this means is that, yes, the Yankees pitchers have faced arguably the most stressful situations of any team in the league, and yes, SS fans have faced probably the most stressful games of any team, um, of any team's fans this season. All right, guys, talk to you next week. Holy shit. I was not expecting it to be the 15th. So, all right. Queen. Yeah, so if anyone... We'll just re re-say what Katie said there. Talking about yesterday on the episode, we talked about how the bullpen's so tired. 
because they've been in every game because the Yankees don't ever win big. And every inning is high leverage. So there's a high leverage index, basically. Like, are these pressure pitches? Is the tying run? I don't know their formula. Um, I don't know if Katie said it, but there's a formula there. You know, I'm guessing run differential, inning, outs, blah, blah, blah. The Yankees have the number one. uh, They're number one in, like, highest, most amount of outings with high leverage index. But the average... So their relievers facing high leverage situations, the average of how often that happens for them is number one out of all 30 teams. And the shocking stat was the gap between them and the second place team is the same gap as the second place team and the 15th place team. So if you're looking at a graph, the Yankees are up here. Next team is here. And then the 15th team. So it's like a bunch of teams hanging out, and the Yankees are way up there. And you can tell. Laws is out. Chad Green's been beat up and struggling. Chapman's struggling. He was so good early on. Even Wandy started getting uh, struggling. A lot of the other pitchers got hurt. That's insane. Also adds up why they've used guys that shouldn't be in high leverage in high leverage spots. Yeah, they just have so many high leverage spots constantly, we and it's a it's a product of a bad offense. Yes, the offense has struggled all year. I mean, you go back to sticky stuff times, and oh my god, and then even post sticky stuff, they they've never clicked. There there haven't been the blowouts. I know you have some Jimmy lytics on on the blowout stuff. Um, yeah, man, and it's. You know what what Katie Sharp is so good at, and make make sure you follow her and thank her after every sharp sets. Um, you know, it our conversations become real. It's like, wait, Albert Abreu has become an important facet of this bullpen. It's like, how the hell did that happen? He was he was the guy riding the bus, and then that White Sox series goes into extras and Albert Abreu's been a semi-high-leverage reliever for us going forward. He's been forced into it because all of the games, and it's, uh, you know, I, I gave Ryan, I depicted Ryan Rucco's handshake with the devil he made as a child to open up the episode. Yeah, everyone remembers and loved it. Um, and, you know, the chat, and Yankee fans always go on Rucco and Kay. Guess what? They're both fantastic. Um, and what Kayster's good at is driving home a point, man. And his voice when this was first coming to light about all the Yankees' close games and one and two run games. It truly is wild. Wild. Uh, teams don't do this, especially really good teams. And I think, Jimmy, some of your uh, jomalytics might tie into that. Yeah, not mine. I'll give credit to the kid. Because we were talking about it yesterday, and a Reddit user, DNF underscore ZX. Do not fart Xena Xerox. Um, zero Xerox. He said, John Boy was on the podcast today talking about the lack of blowout wins and the pressure it's been putting on the bullpen a year, so I wanted to take a look at the numbers. So he has just um, the AL East, and he's we're counting blowout wins as f- winning by five runs or more. The Yankees uh, are 15 and 14 in five-plus games. So they've played in 29. They've won 15 of them. 
The Rays are 34 and 13. So not only have they won 34, they've played in 47. Right. Compared to the Yankees, 29. So even when they lose, they get to save their bullpen. Yeah, when when you initially told me the numbers, you just told me the wins. I didn't know we had the losses, too, because that is important. Yes. The Orioles have 13 wins by five or more runs. That's only two less than the Yankees at 15. The Orioles have lost 38 games mm. by five or more runs. So, you know, they're so bad they get to save their bullpen or whatever um, if they want. They just don't have good pitchers. Yeah. The Blue Jays are 27 um, so that's they've they've won twenty seven games by five or more runs. That's two less games than the Yankees have played. They're twenty seven and twelve, so they've played thirty nine games that have been blowouts. Um, ten more than the Yankees. Red Sox are twenty and nineteen. They've also played thirty nine games. The Yankees have only played twenty nine. So. It's been a tough year because the offense won't win big. And the pitching has actually been decent enough that they don't lose big. Pitching's been strong all year. The Yankees are eighth in starting pitcher ERA and they're sixth in reliever ERA. Um, Yankees, man, they're 16th in OPS. They're literally a middle-of-the-pack offensive team, and yet you read, you know, DJ and, God. His year still gets mind-numbing on you, but Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Gallo, Sanchez, Voigt, Torres, Geo, and, you know, a lot of those guys, their year has been kind of lost, but that Yankee offense has to become something. And if, it has to become something now against the bad teams, and then... You hope it can continue, but it hasn't continued or started all year. Yeah. The Rays have played double the amount of blowouts and won double the amount, basically. Mm. Give or take a couple games. So, it's all adding up. Yeah. Yeah. And it does lead to, like, Boone's hands being tied more than you think. They're so jealous of the Rays' 14 blowout losses. So jealous. So jealous. That's why they wouldn't have minded losing yesterday. If it was five nothing and they only right. they only burned heel and heaney. But come on, offense. More of that, am I right? Mm. Let's uh, predict the lineup today, and then we'll talk a little bit about this. We have the pregame show coming up later today, but we will predict the lineup. We've been doing this on midweek shows all year. This time it's brought to you by DraftKings. Mm. Which is uh, very exciting because I am in the betting game and I have laid some bets on today's game. Cheese. I forget what I did, so I'm going to bring it up and then I want you to tell me what you think of my bets today. Okay. Okay? Let me bring up my DraftKings app. Logging in my bets. Oh, I'm taking the over. Okay. I forgot I did that. Okay. I thought I took the under. Okay. It's... I don't know why I did that. I thought I... I think I wanted to take the under. You could change it. I could. You could. I believe in call. Right. 
I think I meant to take the under, dude. You can still switch it. That's actually... I was shocked the DraftKings app had that. Like, before yeah. your game, you can... Switch, yeah. yeah. And I also... This is the one. You told me about this bet that DraftKings gives a lot. Favorite bet. Um, I am betting that the... Alexander Wells, the pitcher for the Orioles, will give up a home run and the Orioles will lose. If both those things happen, I win my bet. I can't believe they offer that bet as a real thing. Um, Alex Wells has a seven one five ERA. You'd like to think the Yankees could hit a home run at Camden Yards. Oh, I'm not in New Jersey, so I can't change my bet. Right. Guess I'm rooting for the over. I really like the under because I I had Garrett. I think we could get you back to New Jersey before the game starts. I fat thumbed it because I will. I I be driving back. I wanted. Uh, I think Cole's gonna shove because he's gonna have a little bit of an announcement like, "My hamstring's fine. Shut up about it." Ah. And I think the bats will do what they do, but the Yankees don't win by more than five runs, as we know. So at most five nothing, six nothing. Feel like we've danced around it. And we announce it a little more with other players. Cole have to poop? I don't think so. The hammy thing seemed a little little easy. Did. But if it was very preemptive, too much of a competitor, I think. I think he'd just go shit. But that's what I'm that's almost the problem with the hammy. Like I don't know. When they're two out. I don't know, my I guess Hammy makes sense is what they'd say, but I feel like, it, I don't know, my initial thought was it was a, Hammy's a weird one to go to instead of him pooping, but I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I would so, have leaned calf. So you want to get in on the action. You got to go to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY. You will receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. Promo code JOHNBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. It's literally what I did. I received $200 worth of free bets. I bet it it mostly on the over in the third game against the Mets, and I bet bet like $100 on the over, and I bet like $100 of it. I think it's 80 and 80 and some others sprinkled, and I bet it on Clark Schmidt to not get the win. So now I have more than $200 in free credits. I think it's like $300, and I'm putting that on the Yankees to hit a home run. And win the game. Yeah. They have to hit it off. Alexander Wells. Alexander Wells. So go do that. Have some fun. You must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Minimum dollar, $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Here's what we know, Jim. Alexander Wells is a lefty. Huge. Gary's going to catch tonight. Higgy started yesterday's game. Higgy's starting today. Cole's pitching. Here's what we know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, instantly, no. <laughs> Gio Urshel is starting at shortstop. He sat yesterday's game to rest him up to become the starting shortstop. Yeah, unless I think Boone said, I think he said moving, he's not. I think Boone said moving forward, he anticipates a lot of DJ third, Glaber second, Gio short. So, like Gio's a shortstop tonight. Gio, second base stuff. Yeah, Gio's like nursing things, though. But I think that's why Boone's quote, the way BBD just phrased it, and why he sat yesterday, and he came in and played shortstop at the end of yesterday's game. Okay, yeah. I think it's to gear him up for shortstop. Um, and that's about it. That's all you know with the Yankees. You well, um, you know Judge is going to play. And since it's a lefty, I think you should get the towers in the outfield. 
with G with Voight D uh, DHing. So you think we're getting the we're getting the A squad tonight? No, because Gary's not playing. Okay, so that's that there. is the days they've come closest to it. Yeah. You know what? This should be wild card roster. Mmm. That's what this should be. Like that. Let's do that. Dry run. Yeah? Okay. You interested? I mean, I very much want to believe in it, but I don't believe in it. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what they did against the last lefty they faced. They haven't faced lefty since Toronto. Back then, they, they were had, doing... They had a big run of lefties for... Like, yeah, there. and during that run, they did DJ, <clears throat> um, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton... DJ Judge, where am I? Where am I? DJ Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Voight, DH, Geo, but we're gonna have him at short now. Um, Glaber, but we're gonna have him somewhere else. Odor, we're not gonna have, mm. and Higgy. That was the Gallo off day. Yeah, so DJ, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Gallo, Voight, Geo, Glaber, Higgy. That's my guess tonight. I would love that. I just I feel like whenever I've thought that it hasn't happened, it's tough for me to picture Stanton and Voight both in there. Um, I had a weird feeling this morning, which it doesn't mean anything, just a feeling that Stanton off. But with it being a lefty, it's a lefty. Orioles. You can't. Yeah, I guess. I guess my biggest concern would be Voight, because um, they've just straight made him a bench player. And Guardy's right. been hitting too, and they love keeping Judge not in center field, and Guardy does that. So that's that's my only concern. I'm I'm very much with you. So the other that's option what they should do. So the other option you're thinking is, it just stand to DH, Guardy to the outfield, no Voight. You think it's Glaber at second, Geo at short, DJ at third, and Rizzo at first? They kind of have to. I mean, again, it would be another weird, like Wade has been playing a good brand of baseball, but they want to get him in bench mode. He got the start yesterday. It'd Can't be, start Ruby. It'd be weird today. to do it the day after they made the Glaber at a second switch and said moving forward to expect right. a lot of that. So just be, it'd be very odd. I, I I think they're going Guardy today and Void on the bench. Weird it's with the lefty pitcher. Reason. Yeah, because you can just you can just put Guardy out there late game. Like, here's right. what I suggest. Okay, play the wild card lineup with Higgy in the nine hole. Play the towers in the outfield. Make a fucking statement against the Orioles. Mm. Put up eight runs. Put up six runs in the first four innings. Put in Wade. O'Dor. Then put in Wade and Gardner and and give Voight and Stan. Like play how teams play. That's how teams play. My guess would be they're going to go Gardner and Voight on the bench. Uh, but Gardner and Void on the bench. Gardner in the outfield. Void on the bench. They're lefty tomorrow. John Means tomorrow. So I think that, that means- almost knocks the lefty stuff like out. You know well, because then, then Gardner won't play tomorrow, and you go right ahead yeah, tomorrow. Lefty. Right? It's a tougher and lefty. John Means is good. So, yeah. yeah. So, today you play Gardy. Tomorrow, 
whatever. Win. Go Yanks win. Gotta Orioles win. are terrible. Gotta win. You have to. Orioles are 30th in starting pitcher and bullpen ERA. Who's how? Well, we'll do it on the pregame show. We'll talk about this pitcher and their we'll bullpen see you guys and all that. There. And I'm excited to see you guys at the pregame show. It's going to be so much fun, and hopefully the lineup doesn't make me cry. Don't make us cry. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.